Turtle Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today we are sitting around and we are doing some, well, I guess not really doing, but we are reviewing and going over some of the recent uh, Louisville Bourbon Club picks that they did. We've got uh, the the Full Throttle 1792, the Danger Zone 1792, and the Rare Breeze Russell's Reserve pick. So uh, with us, we have uh, Mr. Josh, and uh, Toby joined us again for the first time in a while. What's up, Toby? Yeah, they went to my house, wrapped me up, put handcuffs on me, and brought me here. Yeah. Was it real full force? Yes. Dragged him out by his ears. Yeah, by his ears. Did Josh do anything (laughs) bad to you on the way over here? No. He was gentle. He was gentle. So, Scott, you said we're doing some tastings today, but I'd really call it more like enjoying some tastings today. Yeah, I, I, listen, I, I, I like the way you think. I like to enjoy my tastings as well. So, um, we started out, um, we just poured this one, um, so we'll kind of go through these. The first one we tried is, uh, it's going to be the 1792, the Full Throttle, which was a, I can't remember if this came from Cox's or what liquor store it came from, but we we picked them up uh, the same day. They were from two different stores that the LBC had kind of helped go through these picks. So uh, what's your first initial thought on this one? It's got a, a really just calm nose to it. I mean, you, you don't get a, a high alcohol burn or anything when you nose the glass, so. Yep. You, know, you, you know, the Knopf always has a different nose, you know. When he gets in there, the Noff's nose, the Noff's nose. That's right. But, so yeah, no, but I, he can he can get there and actually touch it with his nose with one of these. I know he does. He just gets down in there all nose deep, you know. Wow. So yeah. I just took a drink, and that thing. I mean, it really hits the tip of your tongue. Does it? And it tingles everything up in that mouth burn. But it's got a, a really clean finish to it. Not a long finish, but. Quite a bit of flavor in it, but that first initial tongue burn, and it could just be it's the first drink of the day. So, I bet you that's a lot to do with it too. But yeah, it de- definitely has that that initial burn. But like you said, I actually get a little bit longer finish than I think you you mentioned. Yeah, it's it's all over the tongue though. It's uh, it's got a little bit of heat up front, uh, especially for one twenty. It it actually drinks more like a one twenty. Is that what is the proof on this? I think all seventeen ninety two full proofs, if I remember correctly, are one twenty. Uh, actually, they're one twenty five. So hot so they are a little hot close um, enough but yeah i mean it, i i get the burn up front but you're right the finish I, I mean it it's not long but it's 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 definitely kind of that kentucky hug warm where it gets down in kind of the bottom part of your throat not quite into your chest um but man i tell you what this is uh it's got a lot of really neat sugar flavors to it yeah when when you nose it and you get that real light nose feel or smell you you don't think it's going to have that that much flavor but it has quite a bit of flavor, and, and, and it's just still hanging on. After just a sip, it's still hanging on for a little bit for me. Yeah, You're right, Toby. I just took a second drink there, and uh, it is a much longer finish than I remembered. Yeah. It gets you right, just burning right in the esophagus I, there. I, I swished mine a little bit, um, and it's on the inside of my lips. And Would you say it's very viscousy? <laughs> <laughs> you could say that, but I wouldn't because I don't use that word. <laughs> That's Toby's favorite word. It's definitely, it's definitely viscousy. It does have some uh, some nice uh, buttery tendencies to it. It's got a very um, you're trying to find heavy, every word you can use, but viscous, heavy and thick. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are your thoughts, Scott? Let's do it. I, I think this is a, a really good pour. Um, I tell you, it's like I said, it's 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 mainly the, the sugary notes though, like that I'm getting. I'm getting like your caramel and your. Uh, is it caramel or caramel? 
I don't give a shit what you say, whether it's caramel or caramel. You know, what is it with you and Matt? And I'm always making fun of the fact that I, I say caramel and you all say caramel. I mean, what I think, is it? I think there's a second A in there. I don't care if it's got five A's in it. I just say caramel. <laughs> That's what I say. I say caramel too. Let's see. Toby says caramel. All right. You're outnumbered today, buddy. <laughs> I am. Let's phone a friend. Call phone Matt. A friend, call Matt. He won't answer. He, he's on He's on bitch watch right now. <laughs> His wife wouldn't let him come over and play with us today. <laughs> Toby, what do you think, man? Cause I, so I haven't been around you drinking bourbon now for six months because of all this random covid crap yeah um i like it a lot actually um it does have that initial mouth burn but about three seconds after that all you're getting is uh, intense flavor and and you just get that that flavor that just keeps on going it just hangs on for a little bit so i do enjoy it i got a question um i know that you guys have had a lot of the lbc picks so we're going to go through several of them today um do they typically have a a profile that they tend to like more than others, or is it usually pretty unique and different on each individual pick? So I, I will say just based off my personal opinion, and, and I've actually not drank with either Jason or Matt. So uh, I've only drank with Andrew a couple of times. I feel like Andrew does like kind of those heavy sugar notes. Like I feel like he kind of likes those caramels and brown sugar notes when he's drinking things. But that's just me being guessing, you know, I, we, I've actually never asked Andrew exactly what he likes, you know, as far as taste and, and flavor notes and things to that nature. Uh, so that would be just my initial indication is what he likes there as far as that goes. So this next one we're passing around is going to be the other 1792, the Danger Zone, which, by the way, I, I, I love both of these these stickers. I mean, whoever tatered the shit out of these were just, they did an excellent job. For one, who doesn't like, you know, Dale Earnhardt? Um, in the damn I'm good shirt, you know, after he won the Daytona 500 and then, uh, you know, Archer is just a, a classic, you know, cartoon, I guess for folks that are in that, uh, like, I guess our, say our, our age group, you know, they really enjoyed anybody that's above kind of 30. Yeah. I picked up a bottle of the full throttle for, uh, my father-in-law because I know that he's a huge Dale Earnhardt fan. But I'm like, I'm trying to get him to open it. He won't open it. He was like, no. He goes, it looks good, too good. I'm like, no, you got to open it. And he, was, he still hasn't opened it yet. Shit, when, when, when Ozzy lets me come over, I'll just take mine, and then that way he can try some of ours. There you so go. I will say, I believe this is my first time drinking 1792 foolproof. I don't think I'd ever tried it before. I've got a bottle sitting in my bourbon bunker, but just never been opened. It's not something that's enticed me. But it is a pretty darn good pour. It is. It's. It's. It. It definitely is. Probably of the, the Barton family, I will say I probably prefer the seventeen ninety twos, especially the foolproof more so than the single barrel or the small batch. And the um, Barton family is owned by Sazerac. Is that right? Uh, I don't think so. I think Barton is its own division. But it, you might be right. It could be owned by Sazerac. I think when I go and look at Liquor Barn, every time I stop by the one out on Hurstbourne. I think they have a big Sazerac, a, a lineup of Sazerac bourbons. This shows up in there, and it was surprising. I, I just can't recall. I thought it was one of them. You know, I, I can't either. You know, for some strange reason, I thought it was like a Heaven Hill family, but I, it, it, you very well could be right. Shame on me for not knowing. Shame you know. on you. I am shame right. Shame on you. Okay, well, that's fine. I'm shame gonna, on me. I'm going to pull I mean, out the old Google. That's right. And pull I'll up shame the you. 
And while you're Googling that, let's, uh, you know, we'll look up some other things here too. So. 1792 full proof own. It's a Barton 1792 distillery company owned by the Sazerac Company, Inc. There you go. So and it is Sazerac. The full proof 1792 was initially released in May of 2016, if that sounds right. It sounds wow, probably about only, right. Only four years they've been doing that. Yeah. And? What's the mash bill? It has a 75% corn. There's my high corn I like. Well, that makes sense. 15% rye and 10% malted barley. Yeah, I, I think we found that you just don't like wheat. I think that the wheat, and I was drinking something the other day that was uh, had some wheat in it, and it just gives a different kind of a headache. I, I don't know what it is. The I don't know if it's like a gluten thing that the wheat reacts differently to me, but the the weeders are not always my favorite and i think it's because of you know some headaches the next day hmm. maybe it could be you know i i think too it gives a little bit more of those fruity notes that you have a tendency to kind of get a little upside down about like when people start talking about banana and things like that you Ooh, woodford yeah so I, I don't know i think wheat gives a little bit more of those fruity flavors that's just my personal opinion yeah, they they ruined that for me when we were at Woodford last year. I was at Woodford last year with some friends, and they said, yeah, now do you smell bananas? And I haven't been able to drink just regular Woodford since then. Or eat bananas. I can still eat bananas. I just can't. <laughs> I love bananas. I do too. Banana nut bread. Matter of fact, the, somebody made banana chocolate chip bourbon bread at work and brought it in. And I was like, damn, this is pretty good. So, So, so you brought it up. I think that every single thing that I've ever had where they've mixed bourbon in with it, no matter what they've made, pies, cakes, cookies, um, candy, whatever, it, ice cream, it's all better. Every single thing that I've had with bourbon is better than without. That's just because we're fat and we like bourbon. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. So now we're on to the second uh, 1792 pick. So what, what's your initial thought process on this one? I, I know that you took a sip before anybody else. Josh, I'm going to let you leave while I'm drinking. It's got the same long finish, very similar tasting notes. But you all may have just got some banana in my head on this one. I, I'm tasting something that's just a little different. A little different in it. Maybe a little uh, after, you know, after it's it's a long long finish afterwards lots of flavor in it and maybe even something that is a little fruity but right could just be that you said bananas so the, and now so I'm the nose bananas. on this one though is hot like it's a hotter you, more intense nose you like, i really like the nose on this one you definitely get the alcohol um in the nose of this one i think the other one's definitely a lighter nose but this one i think has a more flavorful taste but to me it didn't have quite as long a finish hmm Interesting. Yeah, I, I agree with Toby on this one. I, I don't think the finish is quite as long, but it's got a lot more to offer. Like, I do get some fruit notes in there. And, and to me, it's almost like a tropical fruit, not necessarily a banana, like, but maybe, I don't know. It's a weird, um, like, maybe like a, a mango almost, like something like that, or star fruit, like just something just a little different. He pulled out star fruit. I don't. Have you ever had a star fruit in your I life? I couldn't even tell you what a star fruit tastes like. All I could do is tell you it looks like a star. I couldn't tell you what it looked like. I'm assuming it looks like a star. Well, when you look at it, it doesn't look like a star. But when you cut it, like and cut it into slices, then it looks like a star. When you look at it, it just looks like this weird jaggedy looking. This one, pretty so, thing. So this one doesn't have quite the the tongue complexity here. It's not 
It's not hot up front. It's not all over the tongue, just popping little, you know, taste buds there. But I don't know. It's good. It's good. It's definitely good. Um, But it it, it does not have the same mouth burn up front. And... (laughs) And it doesn't, um, it doesn't have the the same long finish that the other one had. So that's just my personal opinion on this one. I'm still just trying to get it. I'm trying to get that nose. Like now, we like I'm getting some leather and like some other things in there, but like I don't know. This one's this one's much more complex to me. Like I, I don't know. When the fruit notes are are interesting to me on this one. When we went to New Riff and was talking. I, is Jay Ersman, is that what's his name? Yeah, Jay Ersman. Yep. He was talking about how putting a little bit of water in there is something that they actually, they, they build their bourbons around actually doing that. They want you to put a little bit of water in there. Should we do that with any of these to see if it actually changes the flavor at all? Or especially when they're 125 proof, it, it seems like uh, you're, you're definitely getting a lot of uh, a proof here that a, a drop of water or two probably wouldn't hurt anything. I mean, a- absolutely, it changes things. Yeah, it will change things. Absolutely, um, we can try that. We can we can go back through like a little small second round if you want, and, and put a drop or two of water in each one of them and go from there. Because what I'm thinking though is when, when you have something 125 proof, the reason that you do full proof or batch proof is so that if you want to add a little bit of water to it to to get to the flavor and the proof that you like. I don't necessarily think that um, that everybody likes the foolproof, but these are definitely ones that have a lot of flavor. But I, I've always seen that if you drop a little bit of water, you're going to pull out some extra flavors. It may pull down a little bit of that mouth burn too. Probably so. No, I would agree 100% on that. It's going to bring down the mouth. Yeah, let's go straight to that Russell's Reserve, the rare breeze. We probably breeze. should have started with this one first because the rare breeze is only 110 and the other ones are that 125 marker. But uh, It'll just let me remember how much I love Russell's that I haven't had now for about six months. You really not had it in six months? I don't oh, think. Shit. I got a little carried away there <laughs> I, I was talking to you. I don't think I've opened a bottle now for quite some time. I've just been drinking Old Forester all summer. Getting that Old Foe. And so this is a little hotter than the Old Foe. Old Foe fanboy. I will say I can't wait for them to open back up. I'm I'm, I'm darn disappointed and, and sad that I did not get a birthday bourbon this year, though. I tried real hard. Do we know? I, I keep seeing a little tidbit here or there about the hundred and fiftieth. So that's supposed to be released anytime now. Um, I actually was uh, emailing Tyler because uh, I I think the rumor is they're going to open back up October first, which means we would be able to go in and kind of have a chat with them at that point um, through that Daryl through the barrel pick process and kind of talk that a little bit more um, in depth with Old Forester then. But so. Very similar nose, but definitely you can tell it's not as hot. So now, how what what is the mash bill of the Russells compared to the seventeen ninety two? Is it similar? I'm glad you asked. It is similar. <laughs> it is seventy five percent corn, thirteen percent rye, twelve percent malted barley. So literally only two percent difference on the rye. Two percent different on the rye and, and the, the barley. barley, right? Yeah. So well, obviously those are the two that are off. Yeah. So, huh. And it is a 10-year-old. All of the Russells typically carry right at a 10-year age statement on them. Yep. Sometimes nine, nine, nine or something, nine years, nine months, plus or minus to 
a little over 10. But Right. Did it say how, what the age was on typical 1792, the foolproof? Or are those six or eight so, years? So, Sazerac or 1792 does not release it, but it's rumored to be somewhere between eight to nine years. Gotcha. So, they're, they're very similar as far as age and mash bill, the whole nine yards. Obviously, they don't use the same yeast because they're, they're far enough away from each other if they're using some kind of... So the rare breeze here is a little under 10. It's like a nine-year-old, 110 proof. This one was barreled on October 27th, 2011, dumped on June the 26th, 2020. So Warehouse S. There's just something about wild turkey on the nose like when i smell wild turkey it's almost like i feel like i know wild turkey and and i don't drink as much of it as you but it just very it seems like it always just has a very distinct nose and i don't know if it's the yeast that they use or what oh man i just took my first drink and that is so smooth and i know people don't like to say the word smooth and bourbon it's it's cliche but that's a good pour is it smooth it's smooth oh it's a little viscousy too Oh, it's it's definitely it's definitely got a lot of thick notes to this man. As far as like, it's really really hanging on the glass. So, but yeah, that's really good. It's got it. it so this one reminds me a little bit of that first seventeen ninety two pick though. It's got a little bite on the front tongue, which you you expect that out of that that rye mash bill for for wild turkey. But man, that 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 finish is just super smooth. This thing. It was just smooth all over the mouth. War- great mouth feel, very warm. Not a whole lot of, I didn't feel a lot of bite to it. No, I agree 100% with you on that on that assessment. Yeah, it to me it has a lot of flavor. It just overall just has a lot of flavor. Um, it's a little bit lower proof. To me it's it's a little bit easier to, to, to grab right off the shelf than the other two, even though... Um, just like I said, we could always add water to it, but right out of the bottle, I think it, it had a great, great nose. You it, drop a little bit of water in this thing. So that's what I just did. I dropped a little water just to see, because we're going to go back and try the other two with a little bit of water and see where we're at. It opens that bad boy up. I did the same. But on a lot of these higher proof, I'm the guy that likes to put a an ice ball or ice block in it and watch it just eat that thing up. But So, yeah, it brings out a lot more of those caramels and i get a lot of vanilla on this one like wow. a whole lot of vanilla it, it changed it dramatically it does it changes it dramatically yeah i so, like it man but you know i'm a i'm a russell's and jimmy russell fan so. absolutely um yeah J- jimmy and eddie they just they do a ph- phenomenal job there um and and the brand that they've built since they've been running things there is just unbelievably awesome so between the three, I just love Russell's. But the 1792 picks uh, for my first 1792 foolproof picks, they're enjoyable. Uh, I would probably stay away from the one personally that bites my mouth. Like, uh, the, I think full throttle was really just tongue burn, but it could have been first pour. So I just day. hit that one again, the full throttle, and I added some water to it. Just kind of curious to see where that's going to hit. I'm going to pass this back around. So, Oh, wow. So this one really opens up on the nose, especially when you add a little bit of water to it. So, man, Toby, you went heavy that second time. You know what? I just, after dropping some water in the Russells, it's really odd, but I get a kind of a sweet tea 
flavor to it. Love sweet tea. I do too. And, and that was just, I, that's an odd one for me to pull out of it, but yeah, it, it's got I, that I, taste to it. And it could be, it's more sugary. Yeah. With, you're just getting that. Yeah. But you know, you could get a tea note, I think, you know, but to me, I, tea and leather are very reminiscent for me of, of the same flavor family or that smell that, that kind of, um, there or tobacco. Like you can, all those are kind of very similar. You so know, girls. I've never gnawed on tobacco, and I've never gnawed on leather, so I, that's a hard one for me to... So you weren't like the little kid in right field, you know, chewing on the edge of your glove whenever you you, you weren't having the ball hit to you? Dude, I was like a hypochondriac on chewing, on putting things in my mouth and being dirty, <laughs> and, you know, I wouldn't do that. No, it wasn't like me to sit out and chew on something that's been ground into the dirt. Yeah, not me. I'd, so I'd eat anything. one of your favorite drinks today is something that they put... They made from some type of ground up shh, that stuff. Shh. They put in a barrel. Toby, Toby, don't ruin this for me. <laughs> don't ruin this for me. It's corn. We're gonna stick to it. It's corn and it's healthy for you. So the the water brings out a ton of the fruit notes in this full throttle. I mean a ton of them. Like I can like literally you're gonna hate this, but I can get I get banana. Um I get Oh my, dude, you are absolutely right. And I was right on when I said bananas earlier. Yep. So, but yeah. I think I said it to the danger zone. One. Yeah, but I mean, but it's the same mash bill, right? It's just a matter of you know pulling it out. But damn, that's that's exactly that tastes like banana nut bread almost. Like as a. Well, now that you've ruined it for me, I got a bottle of foolproof in there. I'll sell you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ruined it for you. You said you liked it. <laughs> sure. It, it, what's funny is the Russells and the seventeen ninety two haven't. To me, I've tasted bourbon that when you taste it, it's dramatically different. I know these have the same mash bill, so they have different yeast strains and things like that. But the flavors aren't dramatically different. You're not going to pull out and say, I mean, there was things like so a, lot, a lot of the toasted bourbons, when you taste them, they just taste different. Um, some of the younger things, they just taste different. And that's what I was kind of curious about with everything that we're trying, how much of a difference it would really make. Uh, make and 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 i'm kind of curious about this danger zone too so that's what scott and josh are pouring now is that danger zone so you all are more into racing than i am what what is the danger zone and what is this what's the label mean so the danger zone is archer so i think they're just being a a play on you know the top gun like you're in the danger zone like highway to the danger zone yeah you know Okay. So, um, and, the, and the full throttle is a play on racing, right? Yeah, absolutely. So that's just, you know, the old, uh, probably what happened was somebody was probably drinking that and they said, damn, that's good. You know, kind of like, damn, I'm good, which was where they got the, you know, the, the old, uh, Dale Earnhardt there on the sticker. That, that would be my guess. Haven't asked the fellas, but that's what I would guess. See, the one thing that I see a lot of people doing is they get those bourbon cubes or the little freeze cubes that you can put in the freezer to to chill your bourbon, but it doesn't necessarily water it down. To me, I think getting an ice ball or something like that that chills it down actually brings out the flavors like we're doing right now with the water. No, I agree. I'm 100% with you. Like, I, I just, I prefer my bourbon neat, but I do like trying bourbon with a little bit of water periodically just to see what flavors do open up when you do drink it. I didn't feel like the danger zone opened up quite as much as full throttle did uh, for some odd reason. Could just be me. I'm getting a lot of licorice now when I put the water in the danger zone. Hmm. 
like that black licorice type of. I hope that we'll sit down with the LBC guys at some point and just kind of find out, try to ask what they look for when they're out picking a barrel. What What is, you know, because you got, you're always going to have probably a different group. You probably won't have the same five to eight guys at every pick, but what, you know, what's priority to them? What are they, what are they looking for in a barrel strength bourbon when they're picking it and you know, who gets to make the ultimate call? So for me, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of like Josh. I think I'm, I'm a Russell's guy just through and through as far as wild turkey goes. Um, but I tell you, when, when, when drinking these 1792 picks, it's really weird. I liked one of them with water more, and then I liked the other one more when it didn't have water. So it's just kind of a weird, you know. I just felt the same cachet. way. And, and maybe that's what a better way to put my comment about opening it up with water the – the full throttle opened up more and had a better flavor to me with water. The danger zone I thought was better, just neat. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm, I'm in the exact same place as you are as far as like the, the flavors and how they tasted differently after, you know, doing a little bit of water, but I just, man, there's just something still about that Turkey. I just got to love some wild Turkey. Well, we are getting close to Thanksgiving. I think we're about two months away here. So then you're going to do another, another, uh, another wild turkey, uh, special like you did last year another talk turkey yeah we'll have to see if we can recreate it with dean but yeah we can talk turkey yeah you mean david i mean dean <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll have to uh talk turkey part two so 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 really i I've, i know i've screwed this up really bad his name really is dean right no, or, his, no david. his name is damn david. see you, like stop doing that that's why you get me confused like <laughs> You know, I messed it up one time, and then every time Josh brings it up, he brings up the wrong name, and then I think I've got the name right, and then I've got it wrong again. No, I, you know, talking turkey, we had a blast last year at Thanksgiving, and it was just a really good way to hang out and crack open a bunch of bottles of my favorite and just really explore the differences in the wild turkey brands. Yeah, no, absolutely. I 100% agree. I, I had a great time with that one. I so. think it would be a big mistake if you don't have a talk turkey version two. Absolutely. We'll see if we can get Aaron involved. Maybe we should do it at Bourbon Camp. Hey, you know what we should do is we should try to get on a pick at Russell's before at uh, Wild Turkey before Thanksgiving. Good luck with that. I got to find somebody. Matt's got to know a guy. So I, I don't know. He's got to be good for something. No. <laughs> You're just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> He he did he did set up our, our our conversation with the Carters the second time around. I will say he did do that. And it sounds like you guys just opened up some crazy good bottles with the Carters. So a yeah, so we we really did we we basically just tried while we were on the podcast um, the three new releases that they have, which is going to be their American whiskey, their Kentucky whiskey, and their and their new Kentucky bourbon. Um, but as soon as we got done, Mark and Cherry invited us up to their apartment. And we literally just bottle, 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 just trying stuff. And and Mark and they were just super hospitable, I guess. Is that the right word? Close enough. Hospitable. As far as like letting us try things and everything else and just had a great time. And and they're just, they're just great folks. They really are. So super enjoyed the time we spent with them. I appreciate you bringing these bottles over and uh, opening them up. And I I do love the crap out of that rare breeze. And I'm glad I picked up one. I just haven't opened it myself. (laughs) But what this shows you is that not only are 
1792 foolproof and the the Russell Reserve good products, but LBC does a very good job of picking the bottle, uh, yeah. picking the bottle, uh, the barrels. Yeah, I, I think they do an excellent job. And you know what, I I have to give I think Andrew a, a ton of credit in that area is the fact that I think he's on almost probably ninety percent of the picks. And not that Matt and Jason don't do a phenomenal job because I'm sure they do. I just I, I it just seems like every time I have any kind of conversation with them about it. They're like, well, Andrew went and blah, 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 went, but I couldn't make it. You know, it's like, and Matt would say he couldn't make it or Jason would say I couldn't make it. So it seems like Andrew is a pretty much the, the common denominator there as far as that goes. Is that the right word? Denominator? Yeah. Not denominator is the bottom, right? So yeah. Um, the denominator stays the same. Right. The denominator always stays the same. That's right. That's what I meant to say. I was, I was in the right neighborhood there. You know, my wife's a math teacher. I should have that. I should really have that down. But uh, anyway, I, I think that that's the the common uh, thread that kind of holds uh, a lot of those OBC picks together. So uh, kudos to you gentlemen. Uh, really enjoyed these. Um, I think that's pretty much it for this episode. Anybody got any parting words? No, I just appreciate you having me back, man. Hey, no problem. Rare Breeze was really good. The Rare Breeze was really good. But, you know, we, we know you're, outside of being Opfo fanboy, you're also WT fanboy. Well, we're getting ready to get into the cold winter months here as we approach October, November, and, you know, it's time to talk turkey. It's almost October. That's right. It is almost October. Wow. Yep. <sighs> Fuck COVID. <laughs> <laughs> So it is bourbon hunting season. Um, so if you're out and about and you find something good, you know, hit us up on uh, Instagram or Twitter. Send us some pictures. Um, also find us on Facebook. Um, don't forget to hit subscribe um, whenever you're listening to our episodes. Um, we uh, also picked up a couple of new platforms. We are on Amazon Music now and Pandora. So you can find us on either one of those now. And Stitcher? Uh, Stitcher as well. Um, so, uh, outside of our normal ones, if you, if you, uh, want to look for a different platform to listen to us other than iTunes or Google, you're more than welcome to find us there now. So, uh, this is, uh, Scott Mitten, Josh Hillman, and, uh, Mr. Toby Hatfield signing off.